I'm ready to do this shit. Let's fucking do it. Fuck yeah. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. <laughs> Best intro ever. I'm about to show you how us white boys get lit. That, <laughs> that is it right there. That is how white boys get lit. Welcome, motherfuckers. This shit happens when you party naked. I am your host, Jason Almy. I am joined by my uh, Christina replacement for the evening, my extra special guest host, Miss Crystal Storm. What's good? What's up, motherfuckers? Not much, motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers out there. Uh, you are filling in for my lovely wife who likes to take a night off every now and again. She's pretty lazy. I feel really honored. Yeah, well, I, I have a very strict criteria for folks who fill in for my wife. She, she's Chrissy, Christina. So you have to have like a Chris kind of name. You have to basically be an alternative Chrissy for me. So it's like my buddy okay. Christian. Okay, got you. Crystal, like you have to have the proper sound to your name otherwise you can't fill in you can't be a guest host that's fair that's completely fair i don't see anything wrong with that yeah no that's fine that's that's totally fine like whatever okay cool yeah i'm glad i fit the criteria i'm excited i'm really glad you fit the criteria as well i um i had a blast on your show last month or whenever we did that was that last month month before yeah that was fun though i'm glad yeah i'm glad i am i'm I'm glad Delvin picked you because I literally told Delvin, go get me a white boy for this talk. And he was like, okay. And then I didn't know it was you literally I until like 10 just minutes the before guy. the show. <laughs> Motherfucker. Exactly how it went. I thought yeah. maybe like you, you said, hey, Delvin, like I, we need somebody who's really funny and charismatic. We need somebody who can talk incessantly for an hour or uh, who has like witty hot takes and unpopular opinions. You're just like, find me someone pale. That's literally what my request. Yes. I'm like, find me somebody who can speak on this topic from a white boy perspective. Yes. Go. And Delvin's like, I know a lot of white guys. I got it. Like, yeah. awesome. Jesus. <laughs> so um, I'm happy to be one of Delvin's white boys. I'm glad he introduced us. I actually thought, I was like, oh, this crystal person's wicked fucking cool. I'm really glad that Delvin is not too embarrassed of me to introduce me to nice people, you know? Jason, I knew we were going to be friends as soon as uh, Delvin sent me that picture of you that you wanted oh, me to use for this show. I was yeah. like, and Jason is awesome and the perfect person to be in this discussion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'll have to put a link to that picture on the show notes for this episode now so that others can see it. But yeah, it's my that's my Coolio hair. So okay. you know how Coolio had the little... Yeah. <laughs> maybe he still does. He has the he braids might. that go out at like wild angles and stuff like that that was my attempt at just doing that with my hair and i think it worked pretty well i i i I, it was a very menacing photo wasn't it i looked very it was gangsta as i like to say yeah yeah 
You did. Yeah. You did. I wouldn't have. I, like if I just saw you walking down the street, I would have crossed the street. Cross the street. And we were on this. Yeah, yeah. Like not that guy. Mm-mm. Not that guy. Cause he is definitely going to uh, shoot me and rob me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Bury my body in the woods. Yeah, you had you definitely had like the serial killer like Hannibal Lecter type vibe in that picture. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if I go that far, <laughs> but <laughs> I definitely had I mean, like 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 a gangster Hannibal Lecter. That's what yeah, gangster Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, <laughs> that's, okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is wonderful. So yes, he is. I'll take it. Yeah, so cool dude. Uh, let's tell my audience a little bit about Crystal. I I kind of want to because even when I was on your show, I didn't really get a chance to like learn about who you are i've sort of picked up on it from our other chats online but i i kind of wanted to like get to know you a little bit in your first appearance on shit happens when you party naked so um first question does it say please please tell me it says crystal storm on your birth certificate that's filed with the government please tell me (laughs) that that is your real name it is my real name, and it does, but there's a story behind that. Please. I, that's okay. why I asked about it. I want to hear all about yeah. this. So it, there it's is a piece of government paper, though, that says Crystal Storm on it. Right. Yes, it does. Yes, I was Social not Security prepared for that answer, but <laughs> that's the answer I wanted. That's not the answer yeah. I thought I was going to get. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So it's, it, this is going to be a really anticlimactic story, and I'm so excited to tell it because yes. – so officially i was born crystal cousins okay but my stepfather adopted me and his last name was storm so about the time that i was like 10 i became crystal storm so it's my it's like my superhero origin story that's just not as cool as like superhero origin stories so it's sort of like a normal person origin story it was like not super it's not a it's it's not heroic it's just kind of Normal story. I got adopted by a yeah. stepfather. He was pretty cool. Yeah. Changed my last name. No, he was not pretty cool, but his oh. his last name was pretty cool. So, well, at least you there. got that. I'm sorry. He yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the name, so cool. Yeah, because I, I I have to say I, I saw the name Crystal Storm and I was thinking, yeah, there's no way that's a real name. That's <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I'm I'm just shocked that she's not a stripper with a name like that. She's an author and not a stripper because that sounds a lot like a stripper name. I'm sorry. I have have another amazing story for you. There actually is a very famous stripper named Crystal Storm. Jesus. Okay. Oh, my God. She's like a porn star. She's got like humongous boobs. And she's the reason when I wrote my first two books, I wrote under a pen. (sighs) Internet. All right. So it turns out Crystal Storm is in one right now. She lost power. She's waiting for her modem to reboot. She tells me, in the meantime, I would like to take this moment to inform everybody that we have partnered with Kyrie.fm to provide not just a space to listen to this podcast, but a spot where you can comment, you can engage with other listeners, you can engage with me. Hell, I'll be there commenting on shit, replying to comments and shit. Find us at Kyrie.fm, K-Y-R. I-E dot F-M slash Party Naked. We're also a member of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, motherfuckers. We out here. Ah, 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 ah. You know what the fuck it is. Suck my dick from the back, motherfuckers. Inner Circle Podcast Network comprised of a fucking lineup of killer podcasts like The Hood Diner, like Plunge Podcast, like HTN Nas. That's the hashtag no offense show. 
Hashtag SamPC. That's Simmons and more podcast, baby. We also got Failing Hollywood, and we got Joe B. At any pod will do. Check us out, innercirclepn.com. You'll find all the shows there, as well as our network shows. Guess what? We connect like Voltron. We mash up. We put our parts together. Not in a gay way. Maybe in a gay way. Sometimes in a gay way. What, what is it to you? What are you, prejudiced against the gays? Come on. Look, we put our parts together. We mash our shit up. We create super shows, man. What do we got? We got Slimmer Circle. We got sports. Fuck. I know you like sports. Get the fuck out of here if you don't like sports. We've got the awards show. We've got the show that started it all. Comedy is dead. We got fucking more content than you can handle, all right? Try wrapping your arms around our content. You can't do it. InnerCirclePN.com. You'll find all the shows. You'll find all the details. That's where we hang out, motherfucker. And here's a little promo for another show that we're friends with. We like these guys. From a room in my mother's basement right next to a whole big box of kitty porn. It's my worst holiday. Yay! My Worst Holiday is a really cool podcast, man. Y'all should listen to My Worst Holiday. Go listen to My Worst Holiday, hosted by me, Mr. Holiday, a.k.a. Maw, a.k.a. Mark, and my buddy over here, Fake Jay. What's good, Fake Jay? He looks like he's 13. It's all good. I got him a Lunchable. He's going to drink some grape juice out of a juice box. It's all good. Go download My Worst Holiday, okay? Come get the podcast before I get taken away by the FBI. I know they're watching me. Come get some. What's up? This is DJ Sentry. And this is the homie Casual. We're the host of the Hood Diner Podcast. And you are now tuned into Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Shout out to the Almies. Uh, they're having a baby and all that shit, man. Make sure you listen to the podcast. They're going to need them listens and shit. You know what I'm saying? Having a, having a child is an expensive thing, man. So, yeah, check them out. Part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Inner Circle, motherfucker. Peace. Order up. Order up. We're back. Mother Nature didn't like my stripper story. I don't like that. <laughs> I see. Normally, we love that type of thing around here at Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Usually, that's very on brand for us. Right. Yeah. So, I think yeah. I lost you right when you were saying you published your first two novels under a pseudonym when they were first published. Yes. Because you didn't want to be confused for the stripper. Right. Because if you Googled Crystal Storm, you would not get my books. You would get the stripper. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense because I happen to yeah. think that Crystal Storm was a stripper name. Like it struck me as a stripper name, even though I didn't I didn't know there was a porn star named Crystal Storm. It just I thought, wow, that really sounds like a made up name for stripping. And <laughs> so it sounds like maybe you were kind of uh-huh. concerned that I might not be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I had a good reason to be concerned too, because I want to say like maybe a year or two later or whatever, I was on a podcast doing an interview and I was telling the story and the guys were like, no, you're a porn star. And I'm like, no, guys, I'm not really the porn star. And they're like, <laughs> bullshit, it says so right here on this website. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So there was actually a website that had her. So Crystal Storm the Stripper is like this white chick with like really humongous breasts. And I'm yes. like mixed five feet tall with no breasts and it had her description but it had my author photograph <laughs> and i don't I know see. how that happened so they so really wanted to talk to the stripper they really wanted to talk to the stripper. they got yeah. the author and they got the author 
Damn. Yeah. Or they were like really disappointed. They're like, we're going to scrap this whole episode. <laughs> None of our, our audience doesn't read. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, our audience doesn't read. If you don't That's show okay. your butthole off for a living, I, we're we're just going to have to call it here. We, we can't publish this. What it was. Well, I mean, I, 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 there's going to be an audio book. Does that help? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I still kind of feel like the reason why we asked you on this podcast is that we thought that you were a six foot tall Norwegian white girl with huge tits that was going to show her butthole for a living. I'm afraid that I just don't know where to go with this conversation at this point. Write books. I don't read. I dropped out of high school. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is. I know we can. I mean, we can Google her and, and judge her YouTube videos. I'm sure there are some. Was is what she does appropriate for YouTube? Ah, uh, you know what? I I don't think that scene in Disclosure with Demi Moore giving uh, Michael Douglas a forced blowjob is appropriate for YouTube, but it's there. So wow, wait, yeah. hold on, I need to write this down. Wait, you said full disclosure? Yeah. I yeah. don't want to rent it mo- tonight. The movie is called Disclosure. You've never seen that movie with Demi no. Moore and Michael Douglas? It's called no. Disclosure. Oh my god, never it's so it. good. Okay, yeah poor, yeah, poor Michael Douglas gets uh, he gets sexually assaulted by Demi Moore. It's yeah, that's, that sounds like my version of hell. Like I'm going to die <laughs> and go to hell and that's what it's going to be. That's it's going to be. be right there. Yeah. And she won't yeah, even have her head shaved like in um, G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane. Yeah. She's going to have like long flowing, beautiful hair and I'm just going to have to just suck <laughs> it up and deal with it. She does have long flowing, beautiful hair in that movie, by the yeah. way. It's going to be like yeah. shiny and smell really nice. Yeah. You'll, you'll love that movie. That's what you need to do tonight before you go to sleep. Go watch yeah. this closure. Great movie. Right before I go to sleep. <laughs> Where are those tissues? Got on. Make sure I find a lotion. All right. So, you are an author, not a stripper. I am an author, not a stripper. That I is think true. that is important for. Uh, I want my audience to know that um, I'm interested in your literary career. Okay. okay. We, we don't inter- just because we call the show "Shit Happens When You Party Naked" doesn't mean all we do is interview strippers and people who get naked for a living. In fact. I very seldom interview people who get naked for a living. I inv- I invited some nudists. There's some like local nudist colony here in New Hampshire, which seems like a really bad idea to me because there's like snow nine months out of the year. But yeah. For, for some reason, I guess they're all indoor nudists. Like enjoy okay. your volleyball two weeks out of the year. Um, <laughs> but they never got back to me. I don't. I, I think they saw the name of the show and was like, "Fuck these guys! They're gonna exploit me." I was. Yeah. But. Uh, man, they were right. However. They were right, but I would have been nice about it. So, right. but uh, you are you are an author. You have written uh, the two Synarchy books that have been published right. and are going to be republished soon, right? That's correct. Awesome. Yes, yes. yes. Have you written anything in addition to those two books? That's been um, published. So I'm yeah. I'm not like your working- journal. Yeah, not like my shirt. I don't really count that. No, I'm working on the third book right now. I used okay. to write for Dark Brain Comics, which okay. is an X-rated comic company. Yes. So that's right up there with Shit Happens When You Party Naked. They're mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so shout out to Dark Brain. I did that. Uh, so yeah, that's really all of my published stuff. I dabble a little bit in the fan fiction because it's fun and I like writing yeah. smutty things. Is is that a rule with fan fiction? Like it must be smutty? Does anybody uh-uh. write... I, you can read fan fiction that is not smutty. That okay. is very like there is fan fiction that is written T for teen. I don't read that fan fiction, but it exists and it's popular. Okay. So like somebody yeah. out there is writing about like um Harry Potter and Severus Snape going to church together, not 69ing. Exactly. Okay, because most of the fan fiction I run into is a lot of like Yeah. Harry like Potter fantasy. and Severus In, Snape. Right. Yeah, 69ing. Like or never got to do this yeah. with Lily, so sit on my face, Harry, because <laughs> You got you've got her eyes. 
So, um, I mean, still, I like that better than the seventh Harry Potter book, but whatever. That's fine. You know, yeah. I still haven't read them, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna good lay that you. right out there. Good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful for you to be like that in this day and age. <laughs> I, Fuck I Harry haven't Potter. Read I'm an author. <laughs> I work what? in books, but you know what? Fuck Harry Potter. Okay. That's kind of that's kind of where I was at too, and it wasn't even that I, I need to read it just because now now I have to because now yeah. it's like fucking oh my god Harry Potter ah but I just wasn't interested in the source material I was like I'm some little dude who's a fucking wizard I don't care yeah yeah no I got <laughs> I'll it. just like, I don't fucking care I'm like you know I like like Dean Coots and fucking you know Star Wars books and and Thomas Harris what the fuck I give a shit about Harry Potter <laughs> so uh, good point J.K. Rowling has enough money don't give her any more money. Yeah, <laughs> I hear a lot of people are angry with her too because she keeps adding to the universe after the books are out, which I lol a lot. That is kind it's a good of lesson for an author. It is well, yeah, and she so she's like expanding the world and adding maybe more detail onto characters like Dumbledore's gay, right? I right. think that was a, a sort of like a big thing that she tacked on. Not that it. You know, I mean, I guess it doesn't have much relevance to the story because throughout the books, Dumbledore never had a, like, his arc was not about his romance with anyone. So it was not relevant to the thrust of the story, the thrust of the story. (laughs) I see what you did there. uh, but, uh, But it's important for us to know after the fact to sort of enrich our understanding of this character, to know that he... Uh, preferred dudes and I think some people did get a little upset about that I didn't really give a shit because it didn't really matter right I, I mean it doesn't right well you know and you can just I feel like people could definitely take because J.K. Rowling could do whatever she wants it's like Martin Scorsese saying that he thinks that Marvel isn't cinema it's Martin Scorsese he can say whatever the fuck he wants yeah. um, but with that I feel like you wrote and I don't know how I know that apparently I think he like dies in one of the books or whatever he does but yeah with Spoiler. a world as expansive as Harry Potter and how many books she read, and those are not little books, like those are big books. I feel like if that was important, there's a way, especially someone who is as talented as J.K. Rowling, could have put that in the novels, mm. not been like BT dub X number of, you know, however long it was after the fact. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't care either. I'm like, all oh, four, that's awesome that she made this character that was. But if it was that important, then put it in the fucking book. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, it, it struck me more as weird because it's like, he's this old character, you know what I mean? Like, he's this old dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to imagine right. fucking anybody, male or female. That's like, also true. Yeah. It's sort of like, like, ah, uh, you're too, is it like that? Because it's sort of like, I don't, you know, like if it's young characters, they're attractive, right. they're young, they're virile, men and women. Right. I mean, they're they're sort of like the young characters. They're the ones who are supposed to have that like romantic whatever uh, relationships and stuff that like drive their story a little bit, but it's like I don't want to imagine like Dumbledore's like wrinkly nipples being tweaked and his old balls. Nobody will. And yeah. look, if you are listening to this podcast and you're like eighty and you're fucking good for yeah, you, good for you. It's I don't want to imagine. Not what people are, right, we don't want to think yeah, about it. I don't want to see that. Wanna, then it's like, it. do you keep uh-huh. your wizard hat on while you're doing it? I guess that doesn't really. <laughs> I would. I would for sure. Like I would keep that fucking hat on. Like, I got a rule. No socks. Don't keep your socks on. Take your fucking socks off. I don't care what time of year it is. Take your socks off. Jason. People, oh I'm like, God, why I are you leaving you your so socks on? That. Thank you. It's thank not you. a fucking Take camping trip. Oh, my God. It's so unsexy. I know. <laughs> if you are naked just in socks, stop it. Stop I, it. Take your fucking socks off. completely agree. Completely agree. However, on the flip side of that, if you are naked and you're just wearing your Harry Potter wizard hat 
and you're completely naked otherwise, that that's sexy shit. I want all those picks. Send me your naked wizard picks. Uh, DM me, DM me your naked wizard picks at at Party Naked Pod. All right, I want to see them naked wizard picks. Put that, and I, I don't want to see any naked grand wizard picks. Okay, so don't yes, send me. Sure. Any, I feel like it was a little close to that too. Feels a little bit mm-hmm. like. Mm, feels like I don't. I'm. I, that's not what I'm asking for, people. <laughs> have you actually really get naked wizard picks? I need to see them. You have to share. I will most certainly share. I'll send those to the group. Lindsay awesome. will be like, "What the fuck." That would be amazing. No just context. Complete, no just context. Drop just, just drop it in. So just, just drop just it right in. Dumbledore naked wearing his hat only. <laughs> Old wizard balls flopping like, breeze. I want to cosplay this now for my girlfriend because she's a big Harry Potter fan. So I'm going to like get a beard and like get a wizard yes. right now. Yeah. Time I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think really to, to finish it, at least the way that I'm imagining it, you're probably going to need to obtain a prosthetic scrotum that you can wear. Because I feel like the old wrinkly balls are part of the ensemble. Nice. I feel like you need to have at least some prosthetic old wrinkly wizard balls if you're going to cosplay naked Gandalf except for his wizard hat. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready for this. It's happening. Shit, yeah. Well, um, so you've written the – for what's published, you've written the Synarchy novels. Those are getting republished yes. on December the 21st, yes. if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. You are 100% correct. Fuck yes. Yeah. So um, I have not read those yet. I'm a little ashamed That's to... Okay. to That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but you know what? I consider you a friend. I like to support my friends. I'm going to do it. I was hoping you could get me excited, get me pumped up. Mm-hmm. What are they all about? The Godfather meets Stargate. So okay. if you like mafia and you like aliens, you will like Sonarchy. If you like that conspiracy theory shit, you will Ooh. like Sonarchy. Um, if like you like little, yeah, if you like little bits of like um, metaphysics and um, esotericism thrown in there, then you will like Sonarchy. And it sounds like all those things thrown together don't wouldn't work. But in the semi-successful run that Sanarchy had, and I call it a successful run because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I put those books out. And even though they were not a commercial success, review rise, they were a success. Mm-hmm. People who I never thought would like the books enjoyed those books. So I'm going with it was a fucking would success. Like but now that I Yeah, I'm pumped. So but now <laughs> that I'm like <laughs> But now that I'm like, you know, all grown up and I know what the fuck I'm doing, I got like a better editor and I got new cover art and stuff. So now I'm ready for like, you know, just try this out. So, yeah, if if you like aliens and that whole they're controlling the world and it's a world that's literally like ours, like you could walk outside tomorrow and be like, oh, shit, I'm in Crystal Sanarchy novel and fucking aliens are really controlling the government. And there's this mafia family trying to kill them to free my ignorant ass. You will like Sanarchy. So the mafia is like the good guys. They're, they, they are, they're a type of anti-hero. They okay. would, yeah. So, yeah. I, I would, I, I hesitate to use the word good guys because the Terenzio family who are the main characters are the type of family that will like look at you and like cut your throat if they don't like you, but they are, they're on this mission to like save the world, but mostly because, and not even save the world, they're on this mission to give humanity the chance to save itself. Mm. So it's like taking the boot off of our throats so we could actually maybe like do something positive with our lives without having some type of overlord putting us in this system of control that we all know that we're in anyway. Yeah. Shit. I like all those things. I like Stargate. I like the conspiracy shit. I love the conspiracy shit. 
Yeah. You know, you just get like baked, do some shrooms, whatever. Absolutely. We, we got to do like a whole shit. show just on some consi- some spiracy shit, Jason, yeah. like for real. Yeah. For real we do. For real we do. Because, um, you know, there's there's shit going on. Have you heard of the Saturn Time Cube? No. Bro. What's no shit? New shit. Bro. Fuck. I got to send you, I'll send you an episode I did with my buddy Chris uh, and my other buddy Adam. We interviewed a guy who wrote this book on the Saturn Time Cube. This shit is... This this is a woke white boy. Let me tell you, this guy Nick. Okay. This is cube on Saturn. I don't know. There's a, a dodecahedron on Jupiter. I don't know what it is, but it oh, like oh. all of our reality is inside this thing, and we don't even know it, but we're in it, and it's like the Matrix. But it's also like, dude, this kid. I'm telling you what, this kid's done a lot of drugs. I think that kid's That's- done a lot of drugs. But he told us all about it, and it was just kind of like, I, I don't even know. I don't know what to say. But um, I'll have to refer you to that. But yeah, uh, I really like The Godfather as well. It sounds very interesting because most of the, I guess, I don't know. I don't read a ton of sci-fi. And I was kind of imagining mm-hmm. something like Blade Runner with the floating ships and the Harrison Ford and the like, you know, looking <laughs> smoldering and like shooting a robot because she's a replicant. Be like, fuck you, bitch. You know? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I kind of like the idea that it's like you could read this thing and then it's not crazy different than our own worlds you know what i mean because i'd love Mm -hmm. having those thoughts like what if this shit really is real man yeah yeah that is that is the first two sonarchy books for and that's what i wanted to in them i wanted to kind of make people because in fiction you can do a lot of cool things be you know not just entertain people but you can like drop little knowledge bombs and you know maybe you'll put the book down and you'll go google some shit and you'll get you know all of a sudden you're like fuck now i gotta meditate because the terenzios are trying to save my ass so my chakras better be fucking right when they do you know so yeah i gotta line my fucking chi <laughs> fu- right 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 line my fucking chi and shit so uh, where do you uh where do you come up with the ideas for this type of this type of thing like where does you pull mafia in you've got the terenzio family and i mean they're doing their thing mafia likes doing drugs they like loaning money loan shark and protection a lot of hookers mm-hmm. mafia is big into the prostitution and then taking that and mixing it in with um, kind of a sci-fi story where you've got the Anunnaki or whatever, like you've got the aliens who are like, hey, we're fucking reptilians. Hey, thanks, Obama, or whoever. They're all reptilians. And then, I I don't know, It's to me, that's kind of a wonderful mashup. That's like like (laughs) peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich, you know what I mean? Like, who thought of putting that together? But you know what? It's really good. If you're Anybody out there judging me right now, get your peanut butter and mayonnaise, motherfuckers. It's good. Right? Don't knock it till you tried it. So do you, would you, would, do you like go into the Peruvian forest for like a week and do a bunch of ayahuasca? Or do you like, do you just uh, draw like uh, topics out of a jar? How do you come up with your ideas? So for the first two books, I smoked a lot of weed. There was a okay. lot of weed during the first yeah. two. There was a lot of weed. That sounds about right. There was my own personal spiritual awakening as well. So literally like the, I, so I used to like, I'm a total fucking neek, neek. Wow. That, that was me attempting to combine the words nerd and geek in my yeah. brain. That's how my brain works. Yeah. Uh, I'm a total fucking geek and a nerd. So I used to role play online, like completely like text-based kind of like D and D stuff, but a little different. And, uh, the Terencio family was pulled from there. So I literally took this family that I was like role playing as and all this shit that I was researching, trying to do my own kind of spiritual awakening and make myself like a better human being. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to write a story about this. So I literally just took those two topics and I fucking smushed them together and I smoked a lot of weed and then I did it. 
So I, I don't know if the third book will be as good because I'm not smoking weed anymore, but we'll see. <laughs> can I, should I, do you want me to send you something? No, I mean, no, it's not for a lack of not having it. Like, okay. I don't know. I like got older and now I can't anymore. And then like I had a pop brownie once and I fucking had a panic attack. I was oh in the hospital. God. It was like really, yeah, it was like so, it was, like, so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just said embarrassing. Let's dig in. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was so because like I used to be the person that was like they could literally like take a blunt to the head like every day. Like and I was a functional stoner. Like I wasn't those stoners that just like zone out. Like I'd yeah. smoke a blunt and then fucking go to work. Damn. <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah, I was like that. So like all the time. And then I don't know if forever be like my anxiety started, you just fucking get older, like whatever. And so my I had stopped for a while because I've been having like stomach problems and it just wasn't you know, like smoking. It just wasn't sitting it right with me. But I could do like an edible every now and then. Yeah. And my fucking sister-in-law, she tried to help me out one night. She brought home like a popper and I was like, fuck yeah, right. I'll chill. I like have like a little bit. I didn't have a lot. Like I know how to eat a fucking popper. I used to smoke like Cali, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I had like a little bit flipped out had like the worst yeah. I have ever had. I thought I was fucking dying. My mom, like told my mom I was having a heart attack, had to uh, go to the fucking like hospital. Like the, like I'm, I remember that I'm in the back of an ambulance thinking that these people are trying to kill me and that I should jump out. That's how fucked up I was. That's awesome. So was this like a pot brownie or a PCP brownie? No, that's what they, 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 they like did like, like fucking like maybe take like a P test and shit to see yeah. if it was like laced with something else. No, it was literally yeah. just a pop brownie. Like, You're like just, punching through the windshield of a cop car, pulling the cop out. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I ate a pop brownie, motherfucker. Oh, you like turn the cop car over. It's on fire. Anarchy. <laughs> I had like a bite of a pop brownie and fucking lost my mind. So I just, I, don't... <laughs> I, just I, I feel you so much right now because the same shit happened to me. I, um, I got, I mean, I'm up here in New Hampshire. I'm, I'm sandwiched between Maine and Massachusetts. It's legal in both States recreational. So New Hampshire also being in between both those States, they decriminalized. So you have to have a shit ton of weed in New Hampshire for anybody to care. So it's not legal, but it's basically legal. And, uh, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. And I got a buddy who he like sells the edibles and the vapes and shit like that. And so, you know, like now and again, he'll throw some shit my way. Like, yeah, here you go. All right. It's not a bad friend to have. So he gave me this nerd's rope and it was like three inches, maybe four inch long rope of like candy. And it has the little nerds all on the outside. Looks just like the nerd rope you would get at the whatever, except it's filled with THC. And he says, don't eat more than half. He's like a quarter to a half will probably do you. So I eat a half thought right. i'm just following the man's advice surely right. he would never do anything to harm me I'm, <laughs> we're good friends right? why why would he why would he send me down this awful rabbit hole you know i fast forward two hours yeah. later i okay. just can't i just can't, i'm not i didn't have to go to the hospital thank jesus but i was not doing a good job keeping my shit together at all my wife is like oh, wow she's like oh, fuck are you gonna be okay bro i was like no no, I'm gonna die. 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 That is the worst feeling in the world. Oh my god! And so we're trying to watch a movie at this point. I mean, it must have been Saturday. This is way before we got pregnant and had a kid and stuff. So obviously a lot less responsibility. But we're we're sitting on the couch trying to watch this movie. It's called The Cure for Wellness. 
Okay. And it's like this weird horror movie because that's fun when you get stoned and like you get way yeah. too stoned and you start getting like super paranoid. It's like, let's watch a fucking horror movie. And it's right. basically about this guy who uh, he goes to this like one of these like spas, you know, these like retreats in the mountains or whatever where it's like a nice spa, but they've got all these like medical workers, doctors and stuff. And they got some crazy people. But, you know, you go there to like get right or whatever. And so he mm-hmm. goes there to find this guy who worked for his company. And he just starts losing his shit while he's there. It's one of those things where, like, the doctor's like, here, take one of these. And then you, like, wake up strapped down and they keep feeding you drugs and shit like that until you're just, like, whacked. And so it's, like, this conspiracy against this dude. At this point, I was entirely too high to really keep up with much of the film. But when they started pulling his teeth out, he, like, smiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, smiles (laughs) this toothless grin at the camera and they were, like, extracting his teeth. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I did the Tracy Morgan nope gift thing. I was like, nope, no, 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 no. Like my head was going. Yeah, I was like, nope, I'm out. And so I had to get up. I was like, I got to get up. I was like, I got to get up. I got to walk around. So I'm like pacing my kitchen. Right. I'm like walking up and down the kitchen. But finally, I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I can't be. I can't be pacing. Like I need to be up, but I also need to be down at the same time. I don't know how this works. So I started like leaning against the kitchen table. Like I was like leaning against the the. Uh, like this granite countertop and it's a little higher than the table. So I was like leaning against the granite countertop, but like my feet were still moving. So I was like, I was like doing this little happy feet dance. I wasn't uh-huh. happy at uh-huh. all. I was actually the opposite no, of happy. I was happy. very unhappy, yeah. but I was doing this little like happy feet dance where I was like walking my feet up and then walking my feet back. And, and but I had to like keep my upper body stable and I was just like doing this little dance. And my wife is just like, are you going to be okay? She's like rubbing my back. She says this shit went on for like 45 minutes. She's like, you were dancing in the kitchen for fucking... She loves telling the people this story now, too, because she's like, motherfucker, you were dancing in the kitchen for a goddamn hour. I was like, shit, what did I... I'm sorry. I, I thought it was like five minutes. She was like, no, it was like an hour. I watched the rest of the movie. I went to sleep. I woke back up. I checked on you. You were still dancing. Sun came up. You were still dancing. I threw up, and I felt much better after that. Oh, good. good I haven't been able to yeah. fuck with edibles ever since either. I'm, I'm just like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I figure, you know, I'll get fix my stomach and shit. Then maybe one day I might like try it again because I do. I miss smoking. I always enjoyed it. I always thought it was a mm. great recreational thing to do. I just just do whatever you smoke weed, smoke some weed. And I never wanted to do any other drug like ever. So it was just like, oh, so, that's bullshit. Uh, you've have you have you not ever done any other drugs? Shrooms, LSD? Never, so, no, nothing like that. You know what? I'm actually I'm <laughs> I'm afraid to trip because I have such a over active imagination i don't trust myself like some people have like these great like deep experiences mm-hmm. i'll probably be like fucking running around the neighborhood screaming that freddy krueger is trying to kill me yeah. like i'd be that person tripping so i'm yeah. like okay i feel you i i feel like um i've i've wanted to do the psychedelic thing i've never done it either i'm like mm-hmm. you i used to prefer to drink actually even more than smoking weed mm-hmm. right because you know i felt like i could dial that in real well i feel like right. with the Alcohol, you know, you can just kind of, if you need to turn it up a little, you can turn it up a little. If you need to turn it down a little, you just drink a little water. And I felt like I was good enough. I had enough experience with alcohol that I could like just dial myself into that perfect level of I'm good. When you're young and you first start experimenting, you know, you drink too many shots and then it's like you you wind up like way over. Yeah. But I feel like once you're kind of like a pro and you know you know about mm-hmm. how much you take, you can just kind of like, okay, I can have another beer. Or you know, if I'm doing pretty good, then I'll pour myself a Gatorade and I'll just drink that for a few minutes, and I can go back to my beers or whatever. And so I liked that, but um, but uh, I've always wanted to do the psychedelics because I always felt like yeah. 
I want to go visit some fucking aliens and shit. I want to talk to some fucking do it. Do space it. creatures. You know, I'd love maybe one day to have the balls to do it right. Yeah. I, I interviewed this guy once who wrote a whole book about his ayahuasca journey, but he did it right. Like he went down to the fucking jungle yeah, and I'll like, you know, went to like the shamans and the medicine people and like yeah. had like an amazing experience where it's like he did the ayahuasca and then he had like a spirit journey where he fucking like vomited every horrible thing mm. out of his body and then he like tripped for like eight hours and yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like that. that deep shit. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to like do that but i don't i think the one thing that really kind of set me off from that turned me off from doing that is the all the vomiting and shitting yeah because i don't want to vomit and shit in a bucket in the middle of the fucking peruvian jungle yeah i don't really want to do that either yeah i I feel like uh, i just I, i don't feel like that would be great yeah i'm all about that detox but i feel like that's that's that might be a little too extreme yeah like i don't (laughs) mind i don't mind (laughs) like uh going in a sauna sweating a little bit but the idea of like vomiting up everything and i heard you shit a lot too so you're like shitting and vomiting maybe at the same time food poisoning i've been there i don't want to do that yeah oh i don't want to wake up in like a mess either i don't want to like come out of my trip and just be like oh god i look like arnold schwarzenegger from predator like covered in (laughs) except it's not mud It's not my, yeah. It's like all my yeah, own maybe. shit. Like I'm just covered in my own. <laughs> I'm like, is this a pinto bean in my armpit or what? I don't, I feel like. I'd have to know that, that was like the gateway to me having UFO friends. Like if, if yeah. I do that and then all of a sudden now that's how the aliens start talking to you and it's like the good aliens, not like the xenomorphs, mm-hmm. then I might be, I might just have to fucking like woman up and go do it yeah. but if it's literally just to have like a deep spiritual experience i've had those with my meditation i don't i'm good yeah <laughs> yeah see that's that's kind of what I'm, I'm i'm kind of looking for both i would love yeah. i would love to meet the good aliens i don't know anybody that wants to meet the xenomorphs like let's right. do enough drugs to meet xenomorphs i don't think anybody's ever said that you know you, you would think that nobody ever wanted to swallow a tide pod either so i i don't did people really <laughs> do that though I felt like that was... I think somebody actually did eat a Tide Pod. Yeah. Well, did they die? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I hope they <laughs> I hope they I hope they're okay. I so, hope they're okay enough to know that they're fucking eating. They should never do that again. Yeah. Well, yeah, either that or they just died horribly and everybody else can learn from their yeah. example. That's true. Fuckers. So yeah. you used to get inspiration from smoking a ton of weed. Now, is there anything that you do as part of like a creative practice do you like do you um journal do you write down ideas do you have anything that's like um i went to art school so i did a lot of um drawing it's fine art um and so it's like you don't just like make one masterpiece painting you do like a lot of sketch work and gesture stuff and it's like even if nobody winds up seeing that it's like you work your your bigger projects, you like work on them a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you might sketch a little mm-hmm. scene that's like the corner of a painting, but you'll you'll sketch it over and over again to kind of get like what you're looking for. So, do you have like extra creative exercises like that? I mean, what's the what's the creative process like if it's not fueled by substances? Nice. I feel like what you described is literally the writer's journey from like rough draft to polished novel. Yeah. Literally is, and and right now the ideas they still come, which is awesome. 
awesome. They still come kind of like they did when I was like super stoned all the time. So I'm a very organic writer. I don't outline. Like when I started with the idea, so I had two ideas actually for Sonarchy book three. I started writing one. I got a hundred pages in. I had like a total fucking diva moment. I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate it. And I almost Mm -hmm. set it on fire. Like true story. It was like, seriously, it was like super dramatic like that. Um, And I set it aside for a couple of years. And then when I finally came back to it, I took the story in a new direction. I love this better. And I still don't. And now I'm like, I don't really hate what I wrote before. So I'm going to do some cool creative shit with it. But I sit down to write and it's very organic. Like I start with like, all right, this is the idea of the story. And then as I write the story, the story tells me where it's going to go. And I'm having a lot of fun. I'm doing some different things with this one, too, because I like the idea of immersing readers in a story the same way you get immersed when you're the hero of a video game in the same way way you kind of have that immersion when you're watching a movie. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I really wanted to do with Snarky Book 3 is give that to the reader. So right now I'm sharing my entire creative process from start to finish. So you can like head over to my website. You can see like all the scenes that have been written for Snarky Book 3 right now. I'm doing shit like in character two where you get like dossiers and like audio files. So it's like like from the perspective of like this um, agent who was trying to figure out what the fuck happened and you're getting like bits and pieces of information bit by bit. And that's been really fun. And it's been really fun brainstorming with people yeah. too. Like I'll get on my fucking Twitch channel and I'll be like, so if you were ever on like an alien planet, what do you want to see? Cause it gives me a lot of reader feedback. Cause I feel like a lot yeah. of times authors, you put, we put a, you know, they put a book out and, and then all these readers come back to you in like reviews and they're like, oh, you know, you wish you had done this. Or you wish you had done that. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. Well, now I get to get that. I get to give, you know, get that feedback now ahead of time. So I can be like, you know, it's a fucking good idea. Or like, no, it's a terrible idea. I'm not going to do that. So it's it's been fun. I like that you can pick people's brain like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they and the people have been having a lot of fun with it. Like we named. It, it's it, you know and there's a lot of world building that i'm doing because there's this whole alien planet that we get to visit in the third book mm. um so i asked a lot of questions about that i'm like you know so, like what do you want to see that you're, you you haven't seen before and what's tired and i had like some amazing ideas from like my twitch family about like a whole fucking like subway system and they gave it a name and they were just like that you know like prison systems and stuff and i don't know how much i'm going to use of it in the yeah. book but it doesn't even matter it was just it was just fun to kind of wrap those ideas off of people and and get a sense of like you know what readers want yeah, well, that's like the sketch process I was telling you about. It's like mm-hmm. you don't you don't just sit down and like type up a book. You know what I mean? Like you don't. Right. Even if it's a short, like a novella, even something a hundred pages, you don't. You're not just going to sit down. It doesn't come out fully formed. You know what I mean? Like you have to exactly like work it up. Like you you maybe you write a scene or maybe you you know you mm-hmm. like I was saying you draw like a corner of the thing and then you know you got to look at a not, exactly lot of naked that. people before you get it right and. By that time, you're tired of looking at naked people, and you're like, Jesus Christ, can this guy put some fucking clothes on, please? I'd like to draw the folds (laughs) of the fabric, you know? So, I mean, that's just my personal experience, but it's... It's, so it's it's nice that you're kind of sharing that creative process, I think, with people, too. Because, I mean, it's easy to read a book and just think, this must have just, this person just sat down and fucking wrote this one day, right? It just sits down at a yeah, typewriter and all comes out. But it's not, That's the not editing process is like it. moving stuff around. And it's like that with jokes a lot, too. It's like, well, this doesn't quite work. So let me see if I can, like, change these words or move this. Like, I'll say this earlier, switch this stuff around. Do you get good ideas when you're like very far away from anything yeah. that you could write on. Like you're driving. You're like, fuck, I just got this awesome idea and I have to keep it in my brain for the yeah. next 45 minutes till I'm done driving and then yes. write it down and then you lose it. That happens all the time. God oh my God. It. Yeah, I've got, <clears throat> I, I'm old school too in that I like pen and paper. So yeah. I've got fucking notes like 
everywhere. Like yeah. literally, like I, per, like I keep something by the side of my bed. I've got something in my desk. Like I have like a little handbag that I carry. It's always got like a little notebook and a pen yeah. in there just because, yeah, you never, I remember me and my girlfriend were sitting here when I think we were fucking watching Supernatural. There was nothing like profound about, but I just got a fucking idea. And I was like, yo, pause it. I have to jump up and write some shit down. Like it, the shit just comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Like I have to, I, I prefer pen and paper as well, like you, but I feel like I'm not responsible enough to handle pen and paper. <laughs> like that's not, I, I've, I've kind of like come to understand, like, I like it. I like the idea of it. I like the physical, like writing something versus mm-hmm. typing it in. But also that means I actually have to go back and look at the pile of shit that I wrote. And that's where the discipline piece I do. I lack. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, I got a fucking pile of papers and maybe there's some funny jokes or some shit in there. Some good topics for a podcast. I don't know, but I'm not fucking going through that pile of shit. I got a pile of shit. It's like stuffed in my bag. I'm not, I just, I can't, I can't. Uh, so I write it down. I'm like, oh, this is a fucking good idea. I'm never going to look at it again. Stuff it in the bag and then <laughs> on with my life. Maybe one day. You know what? That's why creatives need, need minions. Like seriously, yeah. we, I swear to God, it should just, you should be like, if you're like, at that point in your life, you should be able to like check in as a creative and get like this amazing assistant who just helps you out with your shit because, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's hard to be grounded as a creative, especially cause you're just trying to like, um, you know, we're building fucking worlds or you're, yeah, you're painting something or the act of creation is not a grounded act. <laughs> I can't be bothered <laughs> so to vacuum my minions. own house. Get the fuck out of here. I need I'm somebody saying. to come over here and shower? vacuum my own house. <laughs> Brush my teeth for me, minion. Do it before I awaken so that my teeth will be clean upon my... I'll take that motherfucker to uh, Peru with me, too, and be like, hose me down. I want to wake up from this trip clean, okay? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> your, your sole responsibility is making sure I don't die and I don't wake up right. plastered in my own shit and vomit. So that's on you, assistant minion. That's right. That is fucking right. Yeah, it's just too bad I can't afford one. It's like you need it, but you're like, I can't pay you. Yeah, I can't yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I can't. I will be eternally grateful for how amazing yeah. you are. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. What do you do? So yeah. uh, you mentioned Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Do the Twitch yeah, thing. Yeah, I've yeah. done the Twitch yeah. thing a I few times, too. I like the Twitch thing. It's fun. Yeah. I like the Twitch good things, times. too. Yeah. I wouldn't call it big, but it's fun. I've made a, I've met a lot of good friends. I met a great community. It's actually how I met my girlfriend over on Twitch. Well, there you go. Um, which, yeah, which is awesome, which is awesome. So it's been it's been great. It, that part of it has been awesome. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of like 2019. So as like content creators, you know, we have to branch out and I'm, I come from a very business minded family too. So, um, I'm always thinking about like diversifying and how you can expand the IP. And as authors, we kind of have to do that, especially as indie authors, because we mm-hmm. have such control over our works. So with Sonarchy, I'm always, I mean, so the, the Sonarchy series has been optioned to be made into a TV series. Whoa. Which is awesome. Um, we're working. Yeah, we're working on that's Whoa. been like a project that's been in the workings for like eight years. Um, yeah, amazing, you but that's that. just, yeah, it's just how things go. So I've got that in the background that hopefully it'll it'll pick up one day, too. Um, you know, I do my own podcast. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the podcast. Yeah, because I'm a fucking geek and I like talking to people. I like nerding out with people. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it online because that's the era that we're in now, right? So let me put out some content. Hopefully people will like, you know, it's just, you know, it's about getting that discoverability. You know, hopefully it'll go somewhere. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so. I I enjoyed being on the Woo Woo Hour. That was fun. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. So that one's a a video podcast. That's that's goes through your Twitch channel. It started... Yeah, it started out as just a, a podcast like we're on right now. And then yeah. I was like, well, I've got this Twitch channel. 
Um, and I kind of branched out my Twitch channel because I realized that my people liked it when I did the brainstorming sessions and they yeah. liked it when I did kind of like real life creative things. So I was like, fuck it, I'll bring the podcast on there as well. Like I said, it's 2019. People like fucking video. Let's do let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's going to continue. That's going to continue on into next year. I'm very picky about the guests that I bring on the Woo Hour, though, because I didn't want it to be like just another one on one interview type podcast. Like I want to talk about shit that people aren't talking about. I like and, that you're very picky uh, about your guests and that you only select I the am. finest and most uh, right. intelligent and charismatic guests. I appreciate <laughs> you saying that very much. There you go. There you go. Yes. I am. I am. So uh, is that available? That's available on your Twitch uh, channel. I, I think you upload those you to YouTube as my, well. Yeah, you get it on okay. Twitch. You can get it on YouTube and they will they'll soon be on my website as well. Okay. So yeah, Apple Podcasts or any other it. podcast players? Not yet. Next no. next year. Next year I'll have time to sit down and rip the audio out and do all that. I'm just Good. too fucking busy right now. Good. Because that's how I like to do it. I mean, I, I know mm-hmm. streaming is the way to go. We stream a lot of our podcasts as well. It's It's a mm-hmm. great way to get eyes on the show as you're producing it, as you're creating the content versus making people wait the, uh, the week or whatever post-production of, of getting it kind of edited, cleaned up and then put out. Um, there's something about that, like immediate liveness and also being able to interact, like type, like fuck you, Jason, eat shit or whatever. Um, immediately and like have me see it and like watch the tear roll down my cheek and stuff like that as I've been insulted. So, uh, but I also think that like when I'm consuming podcasts, like I almost never, sometimes if I'm online and it's live, okay. But I, I listen a lot at work while I'm driving and it's very hard for me to do the live thing. Right. So I have like desperately wanted to catch up on all your woo woos, but it's, I can't yeah. do it in the car. So it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta like fire up YouTube or something like that. I can't do it in the car and I can't do it at the, at my desk. So um, I'm looking forward to those going to Apple Podcasts yeah. so I can. You will be the first to know. Absolutely. So I can spread those on. <laughs> yeah. You'll enjoy a lot of them too because I got to interview. I've interviewed some cool people. I interviewed Christopher Dunn. He's got some amazing theories on what mm. the pyramids were. I talked to, uh, oh my God, I'm terrible with names, but he pretty much has a theory that humans have de evolved. Uh, we're basically dumber now than we were back in ancient times, which is yeah. he was a great guy to talk to as well. So yeah, I, I've talked to some cool people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, I think Twitter, yeah, that's good yeah. evidence for yeah. people getting yeah. dumber. Just social media in general is yeah. good evidence for people just getting fucking dumber, yeah. yeah <laughs> I've read some Y2, y, Y2 uh, YouTube comments and I've just been like, and this is why the aliens won't talk to us. Yeah. This is it right here, this comment. This is it. <laughs> what kind of shit was it? Was it, was it um, uh, you a know, nasty comment? Was it? No, you know what? I've seen those, you know, some of the videos I just watch is just like, <laughs> I think the, the what the best example I could give you is actually not YouTube. It was Twitter. And it's the one that's kind of sticking with me recently because I just, you know, that I just put up that whole kind of I was talking about, you know, getting woke and, and Hollywood and diversity yeah. and that sort of thing. And what I noticed with that video, just by the people who were liking it, is that people only watch the clip. They didn't watch the entire video where I pretty much yell at motherfuckers who have a problem with diversity and tell them yeah. to fucking get over it and deal with it. Because um, <laughs> I feel like if they had watched the whole video, they probably wouldn't have commented. So, But this one guy literally responded with that the patriarchy was a myth and that we were literally just experiencing a mass delusion. Mm, like yeah, everybody's just – yeah, that was like – I didn't even like – sometimes I'll discourse with people like I try. Yeah. 
I, like I do. I try. Sometimes I try to have a conversation because I like to understand people, even if yeah. I, you know, I don't agree with them. And every now and then you're just like, and I'm not even going to. That one I didn't touch. I was yeah. just like. Yeah, because he's right, the- right? <laughs> so obviously because, I mean, what what else can, can you add? I mean, he hit the nail on the head. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's well, well, well said. Yeah. Well said, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so uh speaking of the video that you just mentioned that you mm-hmm. posted on the internet on twitter of all places for people mm-hmm. to enjoy a few seconds yeah. of before they told you to stick your head in your own ass um <laughs> we were talking about ghostbusters weren't we we were we were talking yes, about we were. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think yeah. that... That's what prompted me to uh, share that video. Yeah, that, that video was precipitated by... Well, it was actually precipitated by Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. Uh, so That movie, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's actually and, something I want to ask you about. Have you seen sure. Terminator Dark yes, Fate? I did okay. see Terminator Dark Fate. Did yes. you enjoy it? No. Okay, I didn't see it, and I yeah. don't... I'm not sure if I would enjoy it. I think Terminator is kind of in the same bucket as Ghostbusters to me, honestly. Um, I, I have, I don't know if kind of hot takes, lukewarm takes, room temperature takes on some of these. I feel like Ghostbusters should have stopped after the first one. I actually feel like this is good advice for everybody. Quit while you're ahead. Mm, Okay. I feel like franchise filmmaking in Hollywood, they never quit while they're ahead because they can't. That's not how money is made, right? You make Mm. a movie, it becomes popular. God help you if it becomes popular by word of mouth and it becomes kind of a sleeper hit because then you have to make a sequel because you're capitalizing on all the marketing that basically the first film did for you. So, right. you know, you something like Batman Begins mm. did, did really, really well, did good numbers, mm. enough so that a sequel got greenlit. But yeah. it didn't do the numbers that The Dark Knight did. The Dark Knight no. did gangbusters, but that's because everybody saw Batman Begins, and if they didn't catch it in theaters, they saw it on DVD in the meantime. And so Mm -hmm. by the time The Dark Knight was released, everybody was ready for it. And so they did incredibly. And I guess that's a good example of a really, really well-made sequel, even better than the original, in my opinion. But I think most of the time... They they, they missed the mark. They missed the mark, and it's more like, well, hey, everybody knows Ghostbusters. That movie was wicked popular... Uh, everybody loves the song still, even still, 1984, <laughs> yeah. everybody still loves the song. I, Absolutely. If you catch me changing the station when that song comes on the radio, because it comes on the radio all the time, uh, at least where we are, <laughs> um, <laughs> you are allowed to smack me in the mouth if you catch me changing the station on that song, as I would wow. do the same to anyone out there, all right? Man, wow. woman, or child. You change the station wow. when Ghostbusters comes on, you're getting, you're getting belted. It's for your own good, kids. So true. I feel like they take the popular thing. Everybody knows Ghostbusters. There's like a baked-in audience. And it's not just Ghostbusters. It's Terminator as well. There's a baked-in yeah. audience for these things. And then they say, well, we're going to make a sequel because the brand awareness is already there. But it's like McDonald's. Right. Like, when's the last time you went into McDonald's and got like a quarter pounder and thought, man, that's a fucking good burger. I'm so, <laughs> I, God damn, that was good. That really... right. Right. I, I feel like you go to McDonald's when you're desperate and when you're like, yeah, you, it's been just long enough to forget how bad it is. Every time I leave a fast food joint, I'm like, I don't even know. That was $12 and I don't even fucking know why I did that. Cause I, I just gave myself, I paid $12 for diarrhea tomorrow and it wasn't even good. Right. Right. 
It's true. Yeah. No, so, it's true. I, uh, I, I, I agree that, you know what? It's rare that a sequel will pop. Um, you know, there've been some rare. good examples. There, there's been some good examples, but it's, it's just rare. And I kind of, you know, and I wonder why that is, I feel like that what you said is a hot take. Cause I feel like a lot of people are maybe not, cause I don't, you know, I don't really follow stuff that much to say that, to say intelligently that like everybody loved the second Ghostbusters or not. I liked yeah. it. I remember not hating it, but hands down the original is better. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, a popular kind of sequel that comes to mind is like aliens alien and aliens were good and then i just don't talk about anything that happened after that because that's when they fucking ran into the ground but i don't understand why hollywood has a problem with sequels because i think of it from an author like authors can write trilogies we can write sequels they don't fucking suck and you have more money hollywood than authors do so i don't understand what you guys' fucking problem is because in some of these movies they feel like they they know the brand but they don't know their audience terminator dark fate felt like that like yeah. a complete not understanding of the audience that came before that was actually a fan of the franchise and the audience that I guess they were trying to pull in. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, and I don't, I mean, you're supposed to have a lot of money and smart people that tell you these things and I don't know what happened. So it's, it's kind of like the same thing with Ghostbusters 2016. Like I'm of the opinion, like if you don't like Ghostbusters 2016, just because it had chicks in it, fuck off. If you don't like Ghostbusters 2016 because it was a shitty movie, you would be correct. (laughs) So that always makes me wonder, though, because I I actually did finally see the 2016 Ghostbusters. And admittedly, I like it less than the 1989 Ghostbusters, which I like less than the original. I, I think the hot part of my take is that even Ghostbusters 1989 sucked. They didn't need to do that. They should have just stayed away. But how old were you when you saw Ghostbusters 2? The, the 89 version. Oh, I, I mean, were you young? Were you, uh, well, so, yeah, I was young. I okay. was young. With the first time I saw those. Yeah. Cause nah, I was born I mean, in 1980. So yeah, I, okay. I'm pretty sure I probably didn't even see it when it first came yeah. out. I probably saw it like years later. Yeah. So you're my age. Yeah. I believe I might've seen Ghostbusters two in the theaters. I didn't, I mean, okay. obviously Ghostbusters one, I didn't, I saw that on TV when I was, I don't know, eight, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. I, I was young and dumb. That's the reason I liked Ghostbusters Two mm-hmm. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I like Star Wars, the original trilogy. I hate Absolutely. Star. I, I think Star Wars is trash. Honestly, I've Do said that really? on the podcast before. <laughs> oh, I think Star Wars is garbage. I think Star Wars is garbage. <laughs> Star Wars is like the McDonald's burger I just described. It's not good. The only reason you like it is because you were young and dumb when you saw it. And I, I've been proven right time and time again because people your age and my age, we like the original trilogy. We grew up on that shit. It's just like the yeah. quarter pounder. The only reason I still like McDonald's now as a 38-year-old man is because I ate the shit when I was like five. I got a happy meal, and it, it gave me this like warm, fuzzy feeling. So it's like a little bit of nostalgia going back. It's like, yeah, this tastes like the same shit I used to eat 35 years ago. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing with yeah. Star Wars. And then I don't like the prequel trilogy because it's trash. And yeah. I was old enough to kind of discern. I was like starting to pull my head out of my own ass at that point in time in 1999 when these these prequel trilogy came out. And I was like, you know what? This isn't that good. This kind of sucks. It's sort of for kids. It's lame. And then the the sequel trilogies is. I'm like, you guys. I appreciate what you're doing here. You got nothing for me. I, I'm I'm just not picking up what you're putting down. I'm not buying what you're selling. So Star Wars sucks. The only reason I like episodes four, five, and six. Yeah, it's four, five, and six. The only reason I like those is because I was like eight when I saw them the first time. So they're like still cool to me. I promise you, if I was 70, right, 
mm-hmm. grandpa, he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he's like 85, but he doesn't give a fuck about the first Star Wars trilogy. He quit seeing <laughs> movies in the theater in 1977 after The Sting. He was like, okay, oh, wow. thank you. The Sting will be, he's like, I'm going to go out on a high note. He bragged to me my whole childhood. This man hasn't seen a movie in the movie theaters since before I was born. And say, you know, the last movie I ever saw in the theaters was, it was The Sting, you know, Robert Redford. And I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm proud of you, old man. But he doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars. The reason being is because he was old. He, if he watched Star Wars in 1980, he'd have been like, what the fuck is this? Return, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> fuck off with these little Ewok dudes. Get the fuck out of here with these, <laughs> these little fuzzy guys in here. Dropping that's logs on the awesome. ad-ats, blowing his shit up. Fuck, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck. I'm out. And that's kind of like I'm I'm like this old man now. I'm like, get off my lawn. I don't fucking <laughs> want to watch the goddamn new trilogy of Star Wars. But the same thing with the Ghostbusters 2016, as with the 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 recent um Star Wars films, The Last Jedi, especially, is that a common accusation is that if you are critical of these films, it's because you have some kind of issue with fill in the blank. It could be you don't like the fact that there's a female lead who's kind of mm-hmm. filling in the the Luke role of the the young burgeoning Jedi with all these skills. Um, if you criticize the film that like, well, how is she able to fight with motherfucking Kylo Ren? He'd been training for a long time, especially under... That's like I used to do martial arts. I You don't walk mm-hmm. in as a yellow belt. I've been doing this for a month and go stand toe-to-toe with the third-degree black belt who's doing his shit for 10 years. You don't. He's just going to throw you over his shoulder. He's going to pull your head off and shit on you. I mean, you're just going to get your ass kicked. Like, you're not even going to know where your hands went. You're just going to get hit and wake up on the floor. I mean, so people would... I would see online people levying what at least felt to me like uh, legitimate criticism. Like, she holds a lightsaber for like, uh, I don't know, four hours, and she's going up against... Like, I don't know, one of the more skilled Jedi in existence right now. And, like, she's not dead? I Anyway, I can see that even if I were to make a claim, like when you said, if you've got a problem with Ghostbusters 2016 because of the all-female cast, then you can go fuck yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, why, I mean, why would you have a problem with women in movies? But then on the other hand, it's like... Wouldn't somebody, like, let's say I did have a problem, hypothetically speaking, I did have a problem with an all-female Ghostbusters cast. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I just say, yeah, I just didn't think it was a very good movie. I didn't like it. Uh, and just I would just kind of keep it to myself. Like, oh, yes, I don't. Also, women catching ghosts, please. Come on. <laughs> maybe, if the, maybe if the ghost is flying around the oven, that ghost better be in the laundry room. <clears throat> yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I just right. kind of feel like um, who's going to come out and say, "Yeah, I had a problem with this movie because women." A lot of no, you'd be you'd be shocked actually, and and that's yeah, you'd be you'd be surprised. I mean, people are like <laughs> actually open about it. See, it feels yeah, like yeah, it, it. You know what? And it's it's hard to discern because I, I you know I try to be like level headed level headed level I can word level headed about this shit because there is like there is a very fucking loud. I do not even know what to call them, but it's a loud fucking group that did have a problem with that movie for like sexist reasons for the same way that there is a whole bunch of fanboys that do have a problem with Ray. Like I understand Ray. I understand critiques on Ray. Like I totally get that. What people tend to forget about the first 
fucking new Star Wars movie is that Kylo Ren had gotten shot. I really feel like if Kylo Ren wasn't spending that entire fight trying to beating him, beating his wounds so his adrenaline kicked in so he didn't fucking pass out, Ray would have died. But it's a fair critique. But it is. But is it a critique that we level against all action movies like that? Because let's just be real about Star Wars. It's yeah. had plot holes in it since time yeah. immemorandum. Like Star Wars is just that fucking movie For where sure. there's always plot holes. So are we being super critical against Rey because she's a girl or because we're being super critical? Like, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I almost feel like sometimes when you see a woman in an action role, we don't treat her the same way as we would if we saw a dude. We just yeah. accept that he was a badass because it's an action yeah movie and suspension of disbelief and that type of shit right yeah. so you know and it's hard to it's hard to kind of make that distinction when you're having a conversation with somebody online but there is that group that does have that fucking problem so i understand where you know if somebody immediately says something you want to jump down their throat because you think they're slap a label on them but we have to stop doing that yeah because we need you need to be able to critique a fucking movie and not get called something like find like who is this person? Like find out who this person is before we're like, oh no, you're just a fucking racist piece of shit, or you're a sexist piece of shit, or whatever. Well, I think I think you make a good point because I think if you get to know someone, you talk to them in a more long form rather than Twitter, a more long form kind of discussion, you can get a feel for like I didn't really like the movie, but I don't feel like they hate women. Or maybe you talk to me like, yeah, this guy kind of has some like. He's a little bit sexist. I'm, I'm picking up some other vibes. Uh, some of the other comments he said about, you know, stay in the kitchen and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> right, never right, should right. Uh, let women vote or whatever. You know, it just seems a little like he's got a problem. He's got a beef. But um, I, I, I feel like I kind of had that issue with the first Star Wars too. Like Obi-Wan trained oh, yeah, Luke for, I don't know, 45 <laughs> like, minutes. And then it's like. The whole rest of the trilogy, they're like, "Yeah, your teacher taught you very well." I'm like, for five fucking minutes, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, he went, he went, he went to go train with Yoda. He, you know, he learned how to do. Exactly. I don't, yeah, I don't ever know where Luke Skywalker learned his actual lightsaber skills. Yeah, but I, you at least see him train in the Force. Like, you don't yeah. ever see him train to be a swordsman. That yeah. I feel like you take on Darth fucking Vader. But whatever, you still like, like nobody ever levied that claim against Luke because we saw a training montage. Yeah. We never saw Rey's. So we're Star Wars fans are a little more critical, and I get it. But it's fucking Star Wars, guys. Like, come on. I was kind of hoping she would do a little bit more training with Luke in the second film. I was too. Yeah. I hated the second film so much. I just, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> they really, I, I feel like the, the, the part that got me and it has nothing to do with Ray's genitals. It has everything to do with Luke drinking that milk straight from that weird creature's <laughs> teeth and having that weird green shit go down his face. And I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm officially done with star Wars. And it was yeah. that image. It had nothing to do with the fact that, Ray belongs in a kitchen somewhere in a, on a star <laughs> cruiser or something like that. Maybe at best Jabba's cantina wearing a, uh, whatever slave bikini outfit. slave yeah. lay outfit does not belong handling a lightsaber. Forget, let's put all that on the back burner for a minute. I mean, forget the fact that, uh, I mean, I can women even use lightsabers. Is that a thing? I don't know. Look, I'll let George <laughs> Lucas decide, but the milk, the weird green milk, dribbling down his mouth. I can't handle that from Luke Skywalker. I can't handle that from in real life. Like, don't let your milk dribble down your mouth. I don't want to see milk dribbling out of your mouth ever for any reason whatsoever. I'm done. No, no I, more Star Wars uh, for me. 
Yeah, I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I remember going back and rewatching because I, I rewatched the originals a lot. And I yeah, the good ones, you mean? Yeah, they're not. They're they're honest to god, they're not good movies. And I actually noticed this when I because I watched like the first the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and, and I looked at the end credits, and it seemed like the farther George Lucas got from them, the better the the better the movies came became. Um, to me, yeah. like I noticed, I noticed like who was like, like in the first one, it was all George Lucas, and the second one was people really liked. It was George Lucas and another guy. I'm, I whatever. Don't Lawrence Kasdan, I think, wrote the. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he wrote, and he's amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then the same thing with like the third one, which is actually my favorite one because I, 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 I really love well done endings. So it, it was very kind of, but Star Wars is. I love Star Wars because of the messages. I love Star Wars because of the lightsabers. Like yeah. I like the Mandalorian, but I'm not a huge fan as a lot of other people because I'm like, yo, where the fuck are my lightsabers at? Yeah. Because I fucking like lightsabers. That's just like my thing. I love fucking love them. Everybody but likes lightsabers. With, yeah. With The Last Jedi, I like Ryan Johnson. I do. I think he's a brilliant storyteller. I loved his, I loved Looper. I can't wait to go see Knives Out. I think that he hated Luke Skywalker. I real, I swear to God, I think he hated yeah. that character. Like my beef with the Last Jedi is literally, if you're going to take a character that we last saw take on Darth fucking Vader, and now tell me that he literally abandoned, like Luke Skywalker is a dick. He said, "Fuck you, sister. Fuck you, my best friend, who was literally always there for him yeah. because he lost an apprentice, which every fucking Jedi in the history of Star Wars has done. Yoda lost an apprentice to the fucking dark side. So you're telling me that Luke Skywalker was just like, "Fuck everybody, I'm out. I'm gonna get fuck. I'm just gonna be on this island. I, yeah. That's cool." But I need He's, to see a little bit of that story. You can't give me like five minutes of monologue and a dumbass flashback and expect me to believe this about Luke Skywalker. Like what? <laughs> Come on! Like here, that here. whole fucking movie should have been about Luke Skywalker becoming this asshole. Because I would have bought it. Like yeah. there was some interest. Like nobody. Luke Skywalker was the only person in that movie who did not see that Kylo Ren was conflicted. Luke Skywalker that we knew was the only person in the galaxy who saw the goodness in Darth fucking Vader. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's really interesting to me that he didn't see it in Kylo Ren. That's a story there. Tell it. He refused refused to kill Darth Vader, right? Because he's like, no, we're going to bring this planet-destroying, kid-destroying motherfucker back from the Uh evil. I'm going to bring this guy back. He refused to give up on that little... Like little, 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 <laughs> tiny glimmer of hope in in motherfucking Darth Vader, but he's like, eh, I think my nephew, my my sister's kid with my best friend, might might he might do something bad in the future, so I better light this lightsaber up. Like I'm really thinking about just kill. If I just kill him, right? Yeah. Like okay. you know, all that trouble you went through with Vader to <laughs> to prove a fucking right. point is like yeah. out the window. Actually, I have a good buddy who's a Star Wars fan, and he completely agreed with you on that, why he disliked uh, The Last Jedi, and it was completely because of the mishandling of the Luke character, and it was for that reason. It's like, why would this guy struggle so hard to bring Darth Vader back from the most evil, from the dark side or whatever, and then 
he's a 17 year old kid or whatever he is like okay i guess i'm gonna kill him like he hasn't done anything yet but he might so done nothing he's done absolutely nothing yeah. it'd be different if like if fucking kylo had a scene like fucking anakin did in revenge of the sis where he just went and murdered yeah. like, all the fucking younglings all right yeah. then i get it but when luke you know was the catalyst for apparently kylo ren's full turn to the dark side he just had apparently i guess visions he just felt some shit he was just yeah. like oh this is the bad guy and i'm like what I've seen of Kylo Ren, he needs an ass whooping. Yeah, he needs. He is a child throwing yeah. a temper tantrum with force powers. He's not scary. Darth Vader was fucking scary. Yeah, Kylo Ren is not scary. That's actually one of my problems with the new trilogy as well. It's just the 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 bad guys. I'm like, he's just a whiny bitch. He's a whiny little bitch. Like, why has Kylo Ren got to be such a little bitch character? Like, there's a reason why everybody loves Darth Vader. Is you wouldn't say shit to Darth Vader. If Darth Vader was standing there, you wouldn't say <laughs> shit to him. Say You'd just be like, okay, don't force yeah. choke me and then fuck me with your giant robot dick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna find out what, what it looks like when they start peeling him down for that weird bath. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like steam bath that they yeah. give him. I don't wanna see. I don't know. I, I don't I, I question the thought process of attaching a different director to all those films too like yeah. I, I don't i don't know how smart that was because i feel like jj abrams was kind of setting things up in the first movie and then ryan johnson was like i don't give a fuck what you say i'm gonna do what i want yeah which is cool but kind of doesn't work when there was a first movie yeah i don't i didn't like uh i didn't like jj abrams either because i thought he played it way too safe you know what it just I felt like that. a rehash it did. And I feel like I feel like he had a really tough job because he had to make people like Star Wars again after everybody was kind of like Terminator fans. I'm tired of you making shitty ass yeah. movies. So I get why he did. It was like I was kind of the mindset that I like this new direction. It absolutely is a hash of a new hope, but I feel like it had some potential. I'm like, all right, now show me where you're going to go with the trilogy, because yeah. I didn't want episode two to be The Empire Strikes Back. I wanted it to feel like you're going in a different direction. You're going to expand all these stories. And then Ryan Johnson was just like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want. So I was like, yeah. okay, so we'll, I, we'll see I, how it ends. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to, I don't know. I just, I feel like they should have, they should have just done something like, I, they're really going to have to sell me really hard on Rise of Skywalker. Cause it's like, why did you even need to do a sequel trilogy? If you wanted to do, I understand you need to make more Star Wars movies because people like lightsabers and Star Wars movies make tons of bank and Disney owns Star Wars. They need to make a return on that $4 billion investment. But I don't understand why it has to be a direct sequel to movies right. that I love. If all you're going to do is stab Han and throw him down a gutter and then you're going to kill off Luke. And it's not really about anything as you're passing the torch to new characters. And that's cool too. But it's sort of like, well, I, I kind of, the reason why I was looking forward to a sequel trilogy is like, I wanted to hang out with my favorites again. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to right. see what they were up to yeah. and not just like, Hey, we're going to trot this guy out. He's going to serve as kind of exposition and he's going to get stabbed by his own kid and he's going to die. And you know, you're going to forget about him. It's fine. Um, why not set something like a thousand years in the future? You could still have Luke show up as a force ghost or some shit, but like, you know, get away from it a little bit because it right. feels like the first order just feels like the empire all over again. And it's like, mm -hmm. what has it been like five minutes? Why are you retelling the same fucking story? It's not even 10 years later or whatever. Make it a thousand years later and then I'll buy it. But you know, like they, they should have, they should have gotten away from it more, in my opinion, because then they could do whatever they want. You could have all the rays and the fins and the pose. I really actually like all of those characters, but like, then I'm not harping on the fact that like, I want to see more Luke and I want to see more Han. I want to see more Leia. And we mm -hmm. don't even get to see those three characters together at all. Like, yeah, kind of our that was three crazy. Principal yeah, yeah, that's, so it's like, it's just been a lot of disappointment for me. 
when it's like you could have told the Ray, Finn, and Poe story and said it like a thousand years in the future, and you could still have Force Ghost Yoda show up, and you could have Always, stories yeah. about you. Force Ghost Leia could show up. I mean, pretty much anybody but Han could show up as a Force Ghost. I don't know. I mean, but do your own thing. You know what I mean? Like, get away from the, yeah. the story, and then I think you're safer to, like, fuck around. You could do some Ryan Johnson shit if it's not Luke, if it's a different Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I really and, and Star Wars is such a big. I know that Disney bought it and then said "fuck you EU," which I thought yeah. was the worst thing they could have possibly done because there was such good material in the EU. But whatever, do you Disney? But I, I agree. Like if you're going to end the Skywalker saga, then it should be about the Skywalkers. These three movies should have been a proper end of that saga, not yeah. you attempting to introduce new characters while have. Because look, it's. I mean, it would have worked as a book because then I've got five hundred fucking pages to really dive into this. Yeah. In a movie, you've got you don't have that. I've got two hours to tell this, and that's why I feel like these are uh, you know these are hard sells. And I you know I hope I hope Ryan Johnson actually does get a trilogy in the future because I think he's a. Br- I think he will do great with his. His own source material. If you just say here it's Star Wars, yeah. you know what's up. Go make a fucking movie, your own trilogy. I think it'll be bomb ass. But there's there's so much in. I mean, fucking where's my where's where's my Kotor story? Like that's the old Republic. Yeah. Everything that came like before Luke, all that shit. And like you said, we could go with. I mean, this is a big fucking universe. Tell me a, a whole new. Let's do a whole new thing with Sith yeah. and Jedi for a whole new generation. Like yeah. I don't understand why not. Yeah, it's I, fucking Star Wars. We're gonna go see it. <laughs> exactly. Put a lightsaber in it. We'll go see it. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. We're fucking gonna go see it. <laughs> I'll pay fifteen dollars to watch someone swing a lightsaber at another person swinging a lightsaber. It's you know a easy saying? equation. And then you got all these creative people that work for you. You don't. I feel like they were like married to the Skywalker story. When honestly, when I think about the end of the original trilogy, uh, like where are you gonna go from there? You're already partying with the right. Ewoks. Everybody's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like. The galaxy gonna, saved. The galaxy is just, saved. Yeah, you could have just left it alone. Yeah, just leave it there, and then pick some, pick up a thousand years in the future, or go back a thousand years in the past. Whatever you got, this fucking, you know. Yeah. You got whatever. This, I mean, it would have been a great. You could have started it too, because like you know, oh my god, we don't like Finn and Ray don't know anything about like this, like the fucking Jedi anymore because it's been dead for like a thousand years, yeah. and all of a sudden, where the fuck Sith come from? I mean, there's whatever. There's there's exactly. just a way you could have done it. You didn't, have to, you didn't have to throw in this guy. Well, whatever I, I got my tickets though i love star wars i love star wars even when it's fuck ups i'm gonna go see this one and hopefully mm. i will not walk out of the theater with the rage that i had now i understand yeah. why people hate the pre because like i feel like now i'm a real star wars fan because i finally have a star wars movie that i i want to put in the same box that i put alien resurrection in because i don't think that movie that movie just fucking enrages me i've never the, even I seen like that the, movie oh my god don't do it yeah no, the prequels i, I was like don't worry really good but uh, yeah, the like the last Jedi was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was so yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I'll tell you exactly what I'm gonna do. I am gonna go see this fucking movie, right? I'm yeah. gonna, and and the theater near us too. It's not cheap. It's one of these things. Yeah. It's like eighteen dollars per person yeah. to go see this fucking movie, and that's before you buy a diet coke or a popcorn, which I'm hopelessly right. so you're addicted to both. 50 bucks. Right. Uh, yeah, so easily, easily dropping 50 bucks. That doesn't include if my wife and I go out to dinner. We don't have to pay right. a sitter. Luckily, uh, her parents live nearby. We'll just drop the kid off with them. You know, maybe yeah. we'll go see a matinee. Regardless, I'm going to spend way too much money to go see this fucking movie. I'm going to stress right. myself out trying to schedule the thing with her parents to watch the kid. And I'm just, I'm going to still go to fucking hate it. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'm going to fucking hate it. I can't wait to go on the internet after seeing it and, and just complain about every character. That is not a middle-aged white male. Every oh. single character. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about every single character. So basically only only Palpatine. I won't complain about Palpatine because he's a nice. boomer. 
He's a yeah. he's a Caucasian boomer, so I'm not going to bitch about Palpatine, but I'm going to bitch about everybody else and yeah. and how what a terrible film it was. I, I feel like you should. Do. I, I feel like call Ray and Mary Sue. Yeah, I feel like we got to a good place with. Uh, I, I really thought I was going to complain about Ghostbusters, but I feel like maybe we got to wait till <laughs> Ghostbusters comes out. It, it, another <laughs> useless sequel, needless sequel. But I feel like it was very cathartic complaining about Star Wars. We both agree Star Wars is trash. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. There you fucking go. kids, fucking, fucking kids with your Star Wars, get the fuck off my lawn. Get off the fucking lawn. That's yeah. it. They don't know reason. nothing about Star Wars. They don't know nothing about Star Wars. You don't they know don't. nothing. They don't. You That's don't know okay. nothing about Star Wars. Fucking I. Bring back Palpatine. <laughs> what are they doing? Bringing back Palpatine? Yeah, let's trot this guy out. <laughs> oh yeah, that that whole sacrifice that Darth Vader did when he died. Yeah. By the way, that was for nothing. Uh, that guy's still around. And you know what? I'm intrigued. I am. I'm fucking, you know, fuck Star Wars. I'm fucking intrigued. I do. I love it. I mean, you can see behind me, like, I fucking love Star yeah, Wars. I'm I a can total tell. fucking Star Wars nerd. Yeah, I am. You got some Star Wars but, nerd know, shit. I'm like, fuck. God, God I would have beat the shit out Just, of you in high school. I know. Like, fucking nerd. Know. You know, I mean, that would have been. I know. Yes. Fucking nerd, man. It would have yeah. made it very hard to be friends now, but I would have picked on yeah. you so profusely. That is okay. I grew up well. I did. Because I was, yeah. That's Just cool. kidding. Okay. I didn't pick on anybody. I was kind of a nerd too. I don't believe you. I read oh, comic books. I'll, <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I'm I got to send Delvin pictures of my comics. So I'll, I'll post those in the group. I'm, I was a nerd back then too. But, um, yeah. So, uh, fuck. I completely just forgot what thought was in my head. But no. I, I think that we have definitely hit our time. And awesome. that sucks because I really wanted to do some, um, Want to do some like uh, some news? Like, some, wanted to get into some yeah, more like hot yeah, take I know, shit. You I know? Know. I want to like dig into some of this. <laughs> we like talking, Jason. This is this is this is I our know. problem. <laughs> we fucking nerded. It's not on brand for me at all to nerd out about Star Wars either. But at I least I got that. to stay on brand. Star Wars is trash. Don't there at me. Fucking party naked pod. So, um, if folks would like to do like me and purchase a copy of, and I'm going to be purchasing hard copies. I, I hope you're ready for for that okay i hope you're ready to write nice notes to me <laughs> i will expect more than a signature i want like this whole a whole like, nice like, note about how wonderful i am would be great um it. if i may make a request mm-hmm. um so if somebody is interested in making purchase of the synergy books so that they can read those over the holidays we've got the holidays coming up um yeah. Yeah, yeah. how would someone do that Awesome. They need to go to my website, crystalsimagination.com right now. Jump on my mailing list. Uh, The plan right now is for pre-orders to begin next week. And if you jump on my mailing list, you will get Sonarchy Book One, The Awakening as an ebook, absolutely fucking free. And you'll get it on Friday. So you will get it one day before every fucking body else. And then officially on Saturday, everything goes on sale. Uh, I just let you guys know as well that I'm also, I'm also, wow, I'm so hard with words tonight that I am fucking also... (laughs) Uh, starting a fundraiser for the the series so I could do some awesome hardback shit, uh, some notes shit, some cool like copies of the book as well. That begins probably within the next two days. So just get on my fucking mailing list and you guys will get the updates and all that and how you can you can really fucking geek out on Sonarchy and like Jason wants if you want me to like sign the fucking hard copy for you and you want a copy of the book that also has my author notes in the back Yeah, and like maybe 
you want like an audio file. I want the from bonus features. Yeah, you want some fucking bonus features that'll be available as well. Um, so yeah, just just fucking go to crystalsimagination.com. Fucking put your name and address or fucking your email address. Don't send me your real address. I don't give a fuck. Send me your name and your email address in that little fucking field and I got you. Yeah, so Crystal's Imagination, that's Crystal with a, a C, not with yes. a K, like the fine dining establishment. Correct. Not to be confused. <laughs> Not with, with an fine. H either. So C R Y S T A L S imagination.com. Yes. And if you can't spell imagination, you're probably not going to be able to read her books because you're an yeah, order of so, fuck. Don't drop yeah. out of school, kids. Okay. Right. There's, so, there's a fiction podcast where you can listen to me read them to you. How about that? There you go. That's also <laughs> good. Check out Crystal's Imagination. That's on all your podcast players as well. They can find links to that yes. on crystalsimagination.com. They can as well. Yep, yep, yep. Or you can, yeah, whatever fucking podcast networks you listen to. If you fucking just search Crystal Imagination, it'll pop up. That hat, those episodes drop Tuesday and Friday. I'm literally reading the fucking book to you. Sweet. So, um, because it's that time of year, top three Christmas movies, and please don't say the Star Wars Christmas special. (laughs) I never saw that. I haven't either. I've just heard it's terrible. I never. So I'm a fucking Grinch, and Christmas annoys the shit out of me mostly because people lose their. I had a hot take. She's Jewish, like, guys. I'm not. She's like people. What, She's like, Muslim, the guys. Music and the fuck, whatever. Like I just don't. I like family and I like getting presents and that shit's cool. But like Christmas, it's like fucking so overrated. But so I okay. have hot take. I have two. Yeah, it's a hot take. It is. I fuck Christmas. So you don't even have a top three. You're like fuck your third. You're gonna get two. I've and got you're gonna like, like it. I've got like yeah. You get, that's it. Fucking Die Hard and Batman Returns. Okay, so I'm gonna give you Die Hard. Because yeah. it occurs on Christmas Eve and it's mentioned yeah. over and over again, even though mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck leaves their kids with the nanny on Christmas Eve, what you're paying this nanny to watch your kids while you're having a company <laughs> Christmas party on Christmas Eve. I don't know what your company is paying you to be there at your Christmas party instead of with your family on Christmas Eve. I've worked at a lot of corporate jobs. I've never been asked to go to a party on Christmas Eve and leave my kids with some overpriced nanny for watching them on Christmas Eve because your nanny doesn't want to watch your fucking kids on Christmas Eve. Your nanny wants to be with her kids on Christmas Eve that are also from Guatemala or wherever your nanny is from, right? Right. So I I don't get... I'll give you Die Hard. But what did you say? Batman Returns? Yeah. Like the one with Michelle Pfeiffer and fucking Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you going to justify that one? Yeah, it does happen during Christmas. There's a whole scene where uh, Catwoman and Batman are underneath mistletoe, and they have this awesome line about how mistletoe is deadly. It's great. Mm, for cats, it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, got Shout out to Jimmy for reminding me that that's a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy for... Yeah. So you would have just come with one. You'd have had one Christmas movie. I would have came because I would have had one, and that would have been that would have been it. Because I don't give a shit about Christmas movies. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. That's a uh, really wonderful, like, uh, holiday mm-hmm. spirit to end this on. I Thank feel you. really awesome about that. And jeez, <laughs> are you sure you're not Jewish? I mean, you could probably. You could probably work that out. I mean, I probably no. I mean, I just you know, I love yeah. Halloween. I'm just like fucking Christmas. That like Christmas music starts playing. Fuck. Yeah. Everybody like so, loses their mind with like shopping and neediness, and I'm just like, whatever. You're not in. You're not into the commercialization. All the the. the no. What if somebody's buying your book, Don, giving them away to all his family? That's amazing, and they should do that. Yeah. So, like, how many? <laughs> Amazing, and they should do that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. I know it's fine. I mean, <laughs> you should only buy my shit or yeah. buy me shit on Christmas. That's Precisely. how it should work. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm totally against commercialism. 
unless, uh-huh. uh, of course, it benefits me. And in which case, exactly. please buy my product. Absolutely. Everyone, send me a dollar <laughs> yeah. on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. All right, so we got to do this again. Awesome. Another Let's time. Do it. Yeah. Well, other times, or we just need to fucking do a podcast or just a random ass fucking one off about conspiracy theories. I'm down with yeah. it. Yeah. Let's do. Let's. Let's bring you back for the next conspiracy theory. We did a conspiracy theory segment on my last episode because it was the Ice. anniversary of the JFK assassination. And that mm. one's, I mean, that one's, there's tons of, of stuff there. So maybe we'll bring you back for the next time we do the conspiracy. You know, love it. We got to figure love out it. what you're going to do. Wife too? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She'll be here. I'll make her, co- okay. I'll make her, I'll make her come hang out. So, um, thank you again for. Thank you. Out. Thank you for inviting me. I just fucking love this podcast. I love you. It's great. Back at you. Uh, you're one of my favorites already. Sounds great to me. Awesome. Thank you very much. Everybody go check out crystalsimagination.com and I appreciate you. All right. That was it. That's the episode, motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. Go find me at Party Naked Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit me up at Party Naked Pod on Facebook. If you're like a grandparent and you use Facebook, that's cool too. Hey, we out there as well as out here. Inner Circle Podcast Network. We out. Kiss my big brown fucking ass. We'll catch you next week. We got a fun ass holiday special. We're going to talk to some Santas. I'm going to complain about some shit. I don't know. Don't fuck around. We'll see you next week. Heartbreaks so my ex cry when I make it. I ain't got no tolerance. God damn, I, I love no you, Diet Coke. And that ain't gonna change, so better get up by my face, man. So I like bad music. I might just be a bad person. If you see my thoughts and things I think you won't want, let me catch you looking. I think I'm split in half. Can't decide if I'm humble or egotistical. If I'm hateful.